Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, it's National Bald is Beautiful Day. How should we celebrate? Tony Kornheiser, we? I'm not bald. I have all this hair on the sides. Oh, I'm okay. That's it. I'm sort of, you know, I've missed that the last, I don't know, 30 years. I remember when you had hair. Big red afro. I was there. Yeah, that was in, we got pictures. I was in high school. You weren't there. You were <laughs> four years old. You weren't in Come high on, school. You had it. it actually as a grown man, too. Stop it. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the NBA suspends the owner of the Suns. Jets coach Robert Salem makes a promise, and Mike Trout keeps homeland. But we begin today with Nathaniel Hackett's decision to let the clock wind down and then try a 64-yard field goal instead of giving Russell Wilson the chance to make fourth and five last night on Denver's last play. The kick was wide left. Denver lost to Seattle. Wilbon, were the Broncos right to try this kick rather than putting the ball in Wilson's hands? It's about the dumbest football decision I've ever seen. The dumbest. It ranks up there with anything you can decide at the end of a football game that is stupid and idiotic and moronic. And I think I texted you in live time last night knowing you were going to be asleep. Yes, you did. But I needed to vent. I was. And I was just one of many, many people who needed to vent. You got a kicker who's one for eight in his career, 60 yards or longer. But you've got a quarterback, fourth and five, who's had magical moments on that field, who you just gave up a bounty to get in a trade, who's yeah. going to the Hall of Fame, who, by the way, poor Russell Wilson victimized again twice in his career, one more important than the other, the Super Bowl, by the dumbest play calling imaginable. Tony, can I be stronger? It's as stupid as you can get to say, let's try a 64-yard field goal instead of handing the ball to my future Hall of Fame quarterback who's played in this stadium on this field for 10 years and made these moments happen. Fourth and five, and you got timeouts you didn't use. It's dumb. Yeah, I would say it ranks below the decision to pass on the Super Bowl, which yes. ends up giving New England the Super below Bowl. But, it's, but it's, it's very, very <laughs> close. I am not going to try and defend it. The kick missed. I'll try to explain it. He's a first-year coach, Hackett. Um, he wants to do something dramatic and win a game. Maybe, just maybe, he looked at Brian Dayball the day before with the Giants, also a first-year coach who went for two on the conversion and was able to beat Tennessee that way, and he thought this was his opportunity. Now, would I have done that? Would I have given the ball to Russell Wilson? Of course I would have given the ball to Russell Wilson. I just paid a billion dollars for him. He's my long-term quarterback. He's my solution. Of course, I, I, I don't see any other way, but I want to be clear on this, Mike. That's not why they lost the game. Denver lost the game because they fumbled twice going into the end zone. Turnovers, they shouldn't have yeah. been in this position yeah. at all. This Agreed. is the same thing that happened with Cincinnati. Cincinnati shouldn't have gone to overtime. Cincinnati should have kicked the PAT, but it was blocked. This thing that happened last night reminded me of what Matt LaFleur did to Aaron Rodgers a couple of years ago in the playoffs. Took the ball out of his hands. hands. Yeah. What, are you, what are you doing? Tony. And, and so I think Hackett 
put himself in the stew. I think yeah. if this happens again during this season, people are going to look at him and say he, he can't coach. What, what instinct is in a professional football coach that says, let me trust a kicker who's one for eight uh-huh. from 60 yards on the road well, against uh, as a, as an enough over leg. Russell Wilson? It's just stupid. It's just what it is. I, I agree with it. you, but he had he had enough leg. It went left. I, I mean, he got I, it there. He had the leg. Unbelievable. So. unbelievable. But no, no. Russell Wilson deserves that because yes. that's why you acquired that's him. That's why you get him. Yes. It's the point. God. Let's yeah. move to the perpetually sorry New York Jets. Your team, the my team, team of your youth, Tony. Yep. They haven't made the playoffs in 11 years, and head coach Robert Sala, he's just 4-14. Four but yesterday he told the media that he is, quote, taking receipts on all the people who continually mock and say, we're not going to do anything. I'm going to be more than happy to share them with all of you when all is said and done, close quote. Tone, do you think Salah's confidence is well-placed? So that is a new phrase for me, taking receipts. receipts. I hadn't heard it before. I wish I had done that in my career because I'd have 10 drawers filled with receipts at this point in my life. And I wonder, are they the receipts, Mike, like at the CVS that are very, very long, and in the middle you find you get a $2 (laughs) bonus bucks. So when you go back the next time, you can buy something cheaper. The difference is that CVS sells quality merchandise and the Jets stink. Okay, the Jets don't just stink for Salah. The Jets stunk for Gaze, Adam Gaze. The Jets stunk for Todd Bowles. And at the end, with Rex Ryan, they stunk for him. I, I, you know, I'm thrilled that Salah has this kind of spirit, and I hope he has it at the next place he coaches. Because here's what he doesn't have. He doesn't have a starting quarterback. His starting quarterback has heard Zach Wilson, and you don't know when he gets back, is he the right guy? Sam Darnold wasn't the right guy, okay? Before him... Josh McCown wasn't the right guy. Ryan Fitzpatrick wasn't the right guy. Geno Smith wasn't the right guy. And at the end, Mark Sanchez wasn't the right guy. If you don't have the right guy at quarterback, you're going to spend your coaching career taking receipts. Uh, Tone, that's so well said. There's nothing much I can do but but to sign (laughs) off on it. Put a little initial down by the bottom. Because you're a thousand percent correct. I will say this. And we just talked about a coach doing what I think is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Great athletes and great coaches have to have irrational confidence. My dear friend John Barry would remind me of that all the time as we worked together for years. Irrational confidence bordering on delusional. You have to have it. You okay. can't become great without it, without looking at people who say, well, you're not that good. You're too small. Your arm's too short. You're not strong enough. You need some extra. In-. And, and they, they go right through it. They blow right through it successfully, and they have to have it. And Salah is perhaps demonstrating that he's had to call on it in his life to be a great coordinator, great assistant coach. And, you know, Tony, there's something about him. I've, I've, I've met him maybe once. I don't know him. I don't talk to him. I, but uh-huh. there's something that makes me, that leads me to root for him. That, like, this would be sort that's, of cool that's interesting, Mike. if he could make good on this promise. It, it would be. It's interesting that you like his delusions, but you don't yeah. like Hackett's delusions trying to kick yeah. one from 64. Because that was right. delusion we have on news. top of irrational. <laughs> we have news from the NBA. The league today suspended Suns owner Robert Sarver for one year and fined him $10 million after finding that he, quote, clearly violated, unquote, workplace standards. The NBA says its year-long investigation found that Sarver used the N-word at least five times when recounting the statements of others. 
displayed inequitable conduct towards female employees and treated employees in a demeaning way. Wilbon, your thoughts on what the NBA learned and the punishment it handed down? Tony, there's so many, actually. Um, you, you know, as you obviously know, and we talk about, I spent a lot of time in Arizona and some of it around this team and this franchise over years, long before Sarver took over, back when Jerry Colangelo was the owner and great steward of that franchise. And Tony, I've talked to people this afternoon there. And first of all, there seems to be a lot of either frustration, build up to anger that there was not more done, not necessarily blaming the league, but they're saying if there's this evidence that you can put into a report, if there's this much evidence, and you've uttered this particular word in one of those cases five times, what are we talking about? Is that not enough to get you tossed? And, and, and the demeaning behavior toward women, so some of this is gender-based, some of it is race-based, and Tony, there's no, Sarver has denied a lot of it, but uh, Tony, there's so many examples that people around that team, formerly and currently, will cite you chapter and verse. And they're saying, what, what are you talking about justifying? Now, the league says it has done the maximum in terms of suspension. But there are two thoughts here that I've been uh, talked about to people this afternoon. One, that his own partners could pressure him to sell. And after that year, he goes away. Or that the league hopes that there are so many suitors for the Suns offering so much money that he will go away and take some of it. So there is that hope yeah. in a lot of quarters, Tom, but there's so much to uncover here. This is the maximum fine that you can levy um, in the NBA. My, my feeling is different than yours. My feeling is that a year from now, Robert Sauber is still going to own the Phoenix Suns. He's going to be an NBA owner, as they pretentiously like to say, an NBA governor. Okay, whatever they found did not rise to the level of expulsion. You know, I, I, this is a big story because it's a fine and a suspension, but it's yeah. not an expulsion. To me, this is not that much difference, except maybe by some small degree, of what the NFL has done to Dan Snyder. They said, we're going to fine you. Very similar. We're going to tell you, basically, Very you're suspended. Similar. You can't yeah. run this team anymore, which is why his wife is allegedly running the team. But at some point, Daniel Snyder is still the owner of the Washington team, and Robert Sarver is still the owner of the Phoenix team. So... So to me, it's not Donald Sterling. Now, I thought Donald Sterling was kicked out for similar things. Maybe I'm, I'm misremembering, but they said, you're out, pal. And they did not do that here. Well, but Tony, remember one thing, audio and video with Donald Sterling, not with Robert Sarver and not with Dan Snyder, okay. as long as we're putting that under one well, umbrella. But Tony, I hear you. So I, I have and a that's question the complaint. for you. I have a, well, let, me have, let me ask you this question. I don't know Sarver. I've never met him. I don't know him as a person. It seems he's hired good people to run the Suns, and that is a quality team, and he's, he's been inclusive, inclusive on that. Am I not right on that? It, it, Tony, it, it does. I mean, when you look at his, his coach and his general manager, both African-American men, successful, yeah. uh, an executive yeah. of the year, a coach of the year, in the case of Monty Williams, yeah. and his star players. But, Tony, the question is going to be put, mm -hmm. there'll be pressure on players now, I'm told. When they hear that he has uttered this five times, and it's in that report, right. and many things didn't make the right. report, offensive behavior, we are told, and I believe the people talking to me about this, that, that there are other things that could have been in the report the lawyers didn't allow in. But that is in the report. How are they going to feel about that? Yeah. And are they going to say at any point, we don't want to play for this guy? So, Tony, I think there's more. I that's, think that's there's more to come here. think there is. Okay. Let's take a break. Coming up, Joe Burrow and Aaron Rodgers both struggled on Sunday. Which quarterback should be more concerned? 
And Mike Trout has homered in seven straight games. But is Framber Valdez doing something even more impressive? You've been telling me about Sarver for a few years now. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're out there and you know what people say. Nobody out there is, like, shocked, Tony, at this. It did just not. Pardon the interruption is brought to you by God of War Ragnarok. Rated M for Mature. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. It's time for toss-up. Two men enter, one man leaves, finishes the show, then considers making a big NIL donation to Southern Illinois because they happen to play Northwestern this week. Go right ahead. What's first? Toss-up. Which star quarterback should be more concerned after week one? Joe Burrow or Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Because Joe Burrow has Jamar Chase, and he's going to catch the ball. Aaron Rodgers isn't sure that anybody he throws the ball to is going to catch the ball. Aaron Rodgers didn't have a good game, but he had one interception and one fumble lost, and that's not terrible. Green Bay was nowhere close to Minnesota. Burrow had four interceptions and one fumble lost and should have won the game, and if the kick goes through on the point after, they win the game. Now, Burrow was sacked seven times. That's really bad. Rodgers was sacked four times. That's really bad as well. I think Burrow just has to learn to get rid of the ball quicker if his line isn't any good because that's what Tom Brady does. Try to emulate Tom Brady. The answer is Burrow. His team went out and spent a trillion dollars to put a better offensive line in front of him because he was, like last year, he looked like he was one of those guys running from the running of the Bulls. They were just trampling (laughs) him throughout the season, and they're doing it again. Okay, so he and my man Justin Fields, who play behind offensive lines with nothing. There are high school offensive lines in places like Texas and Florida that must be better than what the Bengals and Bears are running out there, Tony. So the answer is that when your health is in jeopardy, you're right about him having a receiver. He's got that kid wearing number one. He can catch us. And Rodgers right now is very jealous of that. There's no question. 
But That's Tony, right. they can't right. keep seven sacks with a revamped offensive line. My God. Just because you're revamped doesn't mean you're any better. It <laughs> no, just it means you're apparently. revamped. That's next. Toss-up, more impressive streak. Mike Trout homering in seven straight games or Framber Valdez pitching 24 straight quality starts? So I've got a small quibble here with a sort of definition of what we're talking about. A quality start is defined as going a minimum of six innings and allowing a maximum of three earned runs. Well, if you do that, Mike, that's a poor 4.50 ERA. I don't yeah. think that's high quality, yeah. which means I think you can throw in a couple of mediocre starts and keep that streak alive. On the other hand, Mike Trout, it's not seven consecutive games that the team played. It's that he played. He sat one out. Cal Ripken never sat one out. So never. I'm not exactly sure what these things are about. Framber Valdez is having a great year, Mike. He's 15-5 and five with a 2.50 ERA. But you know what? He's got a teammate, the great guest on this show, Justin Verlander, 16-3 and three and a 1.84 ERA. So I'd rather have Verlander. I'll just tell you, if I'm forced to pick, I'll pick Trout because I think it's harder to hit home runs every game after game after game. I, Tony, I think it is too, but let me just go to this one thing on Valdez. Trout is only playing right. against the opposition. Valdez is playing against the opposition, opposing hitters, and he's playing against knucklehead management types who want to yank you because you've been through the lineup twice. And you're right about the 4.5 okay. ERA. I, I'm with you on that, Tony. Yes. And it's not like when guys, yeah. when we were covering baseball and following, growing up watching it, where guys had 30 complete games out of 39 starts. <laughs> it's not like that. And they want to make something out of every stupid stat. Stats and information, people. Please get out of my sight. But he's playing against the hitters and his own analytics fool people who are trying to get him out of the game. So to that extent, I salute him for having those 24 in a row. Well, yeah, he's given him six. He's given him at least six he's into a complete game now. the other night. He's yeah. given him at least six. Make it so he's not taxing the bullpen. No. Let's, ta let's take one last break still to come. The Cowboys and Steelers get good news on their injured stars. And will the Connecticut Sun even up the WNBA Finals against the Las Vegas Aces tonight? I don't know. The Dallas uh, good news. What what they find out that Prescott broke a bone in his other hand instead? Well, what? Well, he, what, he right? got his, he got his money, weeks? right? He got his money? Is oh, that over? Got, tell Stephen A. He got his money. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Happy time, people. Happy 54th birthday, Bernie Williams. Everybody is familiar with the core four of the New York Yankees who were on those four championship teams in the late 90s and 2000. Derek Jeter, Andy Pettit, Jorge Posada, Mariano Rivera. But Williams played center field on all those teams, spent his entire 16-year career with the Yankees. He was a lifetime 297 hitter, led the American League in hitting in 1998 at 339, five-time All-Star, four-time Gold Glove, fifth all-time in hits for the Yankees, and he's out there in Monument Park like the rest of them. Plus, he's a classical guitarist. Let's see Jeter try that. Yeah, well, Jeter didn't have to do anything. Jeter can play one note. Bernie Williams, very talented guy. Tony, people don't mention him in the Hall of Fame. With everything you just read, with that resume, and given how important he was to winning, his name should yeah. be brought up more often in conjunction with Hall of Fame votes, to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Happy anniversary, Bills and 49ers. On this day 30 years ago, Buffalo's Jim Kelly and San Francisco's Steve Young each threw for more than 400 yards as the Bills beat the Niners 34-31 in the first game in NFL history without a punt. Kelly's Bills would go on to the Super Bowl that year, their third of four straight trips. The Bills would lose that Super Bowl to the Dallas Cowboys of Aikman, Irvin, and Emmett, the first of their three Super Bowl victories in four years. A couple of seasons later, Young would win the famous Get the Monkey Off My Back game over San Diego and throw a Super Bowl record six touchdown passes doing it. Tony, we, we celebrate Steve Young all the time. We love him. We have him on the show. It's, it's just incredible. Yeah. Jim yeah. Kelly, I, I'm sort of – I told you last week we talked about the Bills. We're going to talk about the Bills all season. What they did to get there four times, to play through three disappointments and get back each time, who's got that now? Who's got the guts now? Who's got the, the, the stick to this now to do what the Buffalo Bills did led by Jim Kelly? I don't know that I see people out there to have that anymore. Happy trails to Terry Francona and Phil Nevin on the same play. Both Francona, manager of the Guardians, and Nevin, manager of the Angels, were tossed last night by home plate umpire Ron Culpa with two outs in the seventh inning of the Cleveland win. Francona got the heave after arguing energetically that a pitch by Ryan Tapera hit Cleveland's Andre Jimenez on the foot. After Francona exited, Tapera wanted to throw some warm-up pitches to stay loose. When umpires told him to stop, Nevin flew out of the dugout in a rash, and Culpa quickly thumbed him, too. You want action in baseball? There's action. <laughs> I don't like seeing Francona get thrown out. I make no bones. He's my favorite manager in the bigs. Tony, if the White Sox were managed by Francona, they'd be 20 games ahead of Francona's Cleveland Guardians and the Twins. 20. Hey, we wouldn't be having this stuff with the White Sox being the biggest underachiever in baseball if Francona was in that dugout. Let's go to the big finish. If we could, T.J. Watt will not need surgery on his torn pec. He could be back in six weeks. That's good news, right? Oh, tremendous news. I mean, that, that you know, they got to be thrilled to hear that they're going to have him on the field sooner than later. Jerry Jones tells 105.3 The Fan that Dak's injury wasn't as bad as they thought. He could be back out there within four games. Your thoughts? That would be great for the Cowboys if that's true. He had a break in the bone. He had surgery already. It sounds optimistic, but it would be great. CC Sabathia says Shohei Otani should win the MVP over Aaron Judge. Does that surprise you? No, no. If you listen to Sabathia, and I like to listen to Sabathia, he's just a discerning guy with some wisdom. He's just smart to hear on all baseball matters. Doesn't surprise me. Dodgers clinch, and that's a legit position. Dodgers clinched the playoff spot already. Your reaction? 
They're the best team in baseball. Of course they're in the playoffs. Last one, WNBA Finals Game 2 tonight. Aces host the Sun, lead the series 1-0. Who you got? Connecticut hung in there and played great in Game 1, Tony. But I, I told you, I fear this is a sweep, and that would mean Game 2 would go to the Aces tonight at home as well. Sweep? Woo! We're out yeah. of time. Trying to do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm not rooting for that. I'm rooting for a long, dramatic series. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, here's sports. PTI. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.